0: G'day ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to podcast number 19 on the Rockstar Sales Show. I'm your host, Francho Leroux. If you're listening to the podcast, thanks so much for all the support I've been getting. I'm literally flying around the country and hearing from a lot of entrepreneurs, business people, you know, people of all walks of life approaching me and says, Fuff, I've actually listened to your podcast. I'm really enjoying it. It's teaching you some new things about life, maybe new thought processes, or maybe just how to focus and actually get a better future. So if you're one of those guys and girls, thank you so much for the support. I really do appreciate it. So when I was planning this podcast, what I was actually thinking to myself, what can I speak about that's going to make a major impact to a lot of people In the current economic climate which we are facing around the world so as you know my sales training company the rockstar sales coach uh, i'm constantly busy growing brands growing businesses helping entrepreneurs to take their own business to the next level the benefit of this is every single time i help a client to achieve this growth they often do need staff and due to the fact that they you know trust my judgment i've been in a couple of interviews and I've, uh, i've got a good judge of character Often I have to sit onto a panel and then be part of the group that will be interviewing the new candidates. So the aim of this podcast will be simple. It'll help you to relax, it'll help you to focus, and it'll help you to understand what is needed to actually go to an interview and become super successful in the career path that you're choosing. Now, I have to admit this. Interviews are super stressful not only for the people that are actually uh, approaching the new company and want to get employed, but also it's super stressful for the owner of the business or for the HR manager. Because we have to find out of 100 or 200 people applying for a job often, we have to find the right person that not only will fit the team, but also make a major impact while working at our company or our brand. So there's pressure from both sides and it's kind of like a first date. So we kind of have to suss each other out, feel each other out, ask questions, have dialogue to see if this person will be a perfect fit to join the team or join the company and actually help us reach our goals. Here's the five things you need to know when going for an interview. Tip number one, chill. You really don't have to stress right now. If you've sent in your CV and the company actually phoned you back or made an appointment for you to come out and see them, then you're already in the race to get the job. All you have to do now is just beat the other people in the room. They've already seen your credentials. Don't stress. So often when I'm actually interviewing people for new opportunities or work positions, I'm finding that they are so stressed during this interview process, but what they don't realize is, If we already got you to the room if you already actually approached and say come over let's sit down and have an interview you've already done 90% of the work often I find that the people that come to these interviews and are highly stressed are relying so much on their CVs to try to impress people but what they don't realize is you're already in the room you already did most of the work they've already checked your credentials so that part is over You've got to concentrate on what you need to do right now in the room to make everybody understand how amazing you already are. If the person or the panel that's hosting the interview with you is asking you questions, often it's because they're already impressed with your CV. All they're trying to actually establish now is what kind of personality style you are. A lot of corporate companies understand that, that effective personality groups will grow faster within their company so they will see if you are introverted or outgoing they will see you know if you can you know take pressure or if you actually shy away this is the time that is so important because how you actually govern this part of the interview is actually the most stressful but also the most important Don't stress about the CV you are already at the table that is tip number one. Tip number two, don't be late. Now this often sounds like the obvious thing to know when going for an interview but I have seen stress make people do the weirdest stuff. I've seen people rock up to interviews with literally different shoes on. I've seen people that took the wrong turn off and they've driven the road 50,000 times. So One of the things I got taught when I was very young, and I'm constantly teaching it, not only to the people that work for me, but also to everybody. To be early is to be on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, ultimately it's gonna cost you money. This doesn't just apply to interviews. It applies to life. It applies to any meeting, whether you have with the client, your banker, family, and friends. Always be on time. It's a huge show of respect to the other person, that you actually value their time, that is why being on time is so important in my life. So one of the greatest tips I always give people, make sure you're 10, 15 or even 20 minutes early. You can wait outside in your car. I mean, you can wait outside the building rather, but make 100% sure that you're always early for an interview. There's this great scene in the movie The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith, where for some reason he couldn't pay his rent And then the police came and locked him up, but he was busy painting his house. So the next morning, he was actually going for one of the most important interviews in his life. So when he actually got released the next morning, he had to run still covered in paint with his old clothes to this company. But he made it on time for the interview. Often when you come to an interview and you make an excuse for any reason, your car was without petrol, you got hit by a bus... A lot of companies will see that as a weakness and actually see that, well, if they're making an excuse on their first day at the interview, we kind of don't want to be part of that drama. We want a positive, you know, highly motivated team and then would not interview. So make no excuses. Never be late. It's probably one of the most important things about an interview is being on time and being prepared. okay so we are steamrolling to tip number three do your research there's probably nothing more important to any person that's going to host an interview with you than you actually understanding and already knowing the brand that you're going to spend the rest of your life or maybe the next couple of years working within now i don't care if you're applying for a position to sweep the floors or the CEO, or the HR manager itself. If you're applying to a company and your whole thought process is that this company will be providing you with a financial reimbursement over the next couple of weeks, months, and years, this is gonna be your job, right? If you actually go to an interview and you don't know anything about this company except for their name and like the general small stuff, then I'm telling you now, you will never ever impress anybody. But it's often the person that knows a little bit more about the brand than anybody else that gets cited and say, Wow, well, that person went beyond. They actually did some research. They're putting in the effort. Maybe we should look at them a little bit harder. Research and actually understanding the brand is so important when applying for a position. I can venture as far as to say it is probably just as important as a great CV. Tip number four, dress to impress. Lose the goatee. It doesn't go with your suit. I'm not wearing a suit. Lesson two, get a suit. (laughs) Suits are cool. Exhibit A. Now, first of all, I'm not saying getting a suit, but it's always awesome to hear Barney Stinson say, suit up. What I am actually saying is dress for the position that you actually want. So if you are going to work in the sales environment, wear something with a collar. Wear something, you know, that's professional. You know, people look at shoes, people look at watches, people look at your makeup, people are looking at your hairdo. They are looking that if you are actually, you know, looking after yourself. I often get the younger generation applying for their first or maybe their second career path and, you know, they've got earrings in their nose and they've got, you know, their pants hanging down to their bum. They've got white socks with black shoes on. Employers kind of notice these kind of things. Now, to also state, there's nothing wrong with um, earrings through your nose and there's nothing wrong with t shirts and hoodies. But often, when you apply to a new company, I'm not talking if you're joining a rap label or if you're joining the fashion industry, but a normal, you know, administrative or maybe sales or, you know, maybe, you know, admin oriented jobs, a lot of times the people actually interviewing you are more conservative so on your first day at the interview maybe you know eliminate some of the jewelry you can put it in 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 the first day that you employ nobody's then going to complain but when you're competing of competing one-on-one against the people in the room next door if you're competing constantly because ultimately remember that's what it is is a competition is basically you versus the people outside the room that's also coming for an interview they are judging you on looks people do that You might think they don't, but people judge on looks. People judge your character. People judge your personality. They've already judged your credentials when they looked at your CV. So make sure that when you go for an interview, your shoes are polished. You know, that you're not wearing white socks with black shoes. There's small stuff out there that you're not too revealing. You know, I see a lot of people going out to interviews and then they wear like the shortest skirts or the guys are wearing, you know, t shirts. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy is applying for a position. My customers are going to deal with this person all the time. Is this the kind of person that my customers want to see? I might not be offended. My staff might not be offended. But which clientele are we catering towards? If you're in telesales or you're applying to a cell tele job or an administrative job where you might be sitting behind a desk and speaking to the clients, Clothing isn't that important when working in the position that you're applying for. But when you're applying for it, they are judging you based on your looks also. Are you looking after yourself? That's the most important thing you have to realize. A lot of people are very offended when I tell them, listen here, I don't think you're dressed appropriately for an interview. And then I send them out of the room and and they feel like, why are you judging me? Because I can. This is my company that I'm interviewing for. This is a position that I am creating. I have to pay you at the end of the day. So I have the luxury, if I'm doing all that stuff, to choose who I want to work with. Now, some people won't have a problem with it, and some people do. If you're applying to a low-key guy that doesn't care about the dress code and he's got the Steve Jobs kind of mentality, you know, that it's all about the stuff in the office, then that's fine applying in that kind of clothing to fit in. But if you're applying to a normal position with a normal conservative type of employer, maybe look at how you're dressed. You know, wear the right clothing. Make sure to give yourself the best chance to actually go out there and impress them. Another incredible tip that I received when I was younger, is wear neutral colors so often you know people are wearing something that's kind of blended or got designs on it I have always felt that when you do interviews people who are wearing greens and blues maybe some purples you know more of your color color scheme often are is calming the room down faster than other people often when you wear too many uh, earrings too much stuff with your hair, too many color schemes, then the interviewer are distracted by actually what you're wearing and not focusing on you as the person or your personality. So I often give the advice, guys, wear whites, wear light blues, wear, you know, maybe purples. If you have to, you know, wear greens, wear colder color schemes because often it's found psychologically that if you wear a colder color scheme, it calms people down and people can actually focus on you. Now let's end off with tip number five. The most important tip here. You are trying to make a sale. Let me explain the details or the thought processes behind an interview. First of all, you have a company. That company has got an available position and they are offering that to the public or internally within their own brand. Now the company has got money. They've got the position. So now what they're looking at is investing or buying a person to fulfill a need that is currently opening up within their company. Yes, you heard me right. They're either investing or they're buying a person to fulfill a need. That is actually the big thing. When you walk into a room at an interview, what you actually are doing is you are selling yourself, your personality, your experience and everything you've ever done in your life to actually this company, and what you're selling it towards them for is that you are going to be a solution to a problem or a void that they currently have. That's actually what you're doing. You're selling yourself towards a company, and they are buying their skill set. They're buying your personality. They're buying your looks. They're buying your everything you've done so far. That's actually the transaction. They are putting money on the table and say, "This is what we think it's worth," and if you think you are worth better. You can actually negotiate during an interview to tell them, okay, this is what I'm bringing to the table. I'm going to change this in your company. I'm going to bring this to your customers. I'm going to influence your finances like this. This is what I have to offer. I know you guys are offering like this, but I feel I'm really great at what I'm doing. And often if you have that kind of confidence in your ability, a lot of people will either say one or two things okay, well, let's negotiate, or two, what they're going to say to you is, sorry, there's no more room for negotiation, but we like your attitude. You've got to understand that this is a sale you have to make. You have to approach an interview kind of like you're offering yourself up for adoption. You're offering yourself up, you know, to a company that's going to say, listen, they are buying, not your CV just, they're buying you as a person, and they are paying you to do that. That is what any job interview is. It's a modern day transaction where you are offering everything you have and they are offering your position and financial reimbursements. Great tips are, don't talk about your previous work in a negative or positive way. If somebody asks you what did your previous do, highlight what your responsibilities and your duties were. Know a new employer wants to hear you badmouth or actually compliment a previous employer on how good or bad they were. Because they will be often scared that if you or something doesn't work out with their brand or their company, that you would be badmouthing them also at other places. Remember, the most important thing is be focused on the brand or company you are applying to. Offer them what you will be changing in their business. Focus on the positivity what you can bring to the company because you are now competing with the guys, like I said, on the outside of the room and the person or people that actually can sell themselves and their own personalities and their own services to a company better would often get the job. I have seen so many interviews where we have people way more qualified, but they don't get the work position due to their attitudes and due to them bad-mouthing previous employers due to something that happened in that company. I want to end off this podcast by stating the following. People still buy people. They don't buy CVs. CVs can get you into the front door. CVs can get you at the table of decisions, but ultimately you as the person your perseverance, your drive, your ambition, you know, your research that you've done, how you dress, how you carry yourself in a room, are you scared? Are you nervous? Those things do play a massive role on getting a position. I've seen people apply to jobs that they definitely not qualified for, but they got it because their attitude is right and they were willing to learn. They just never had opportunity. And a lot of times that gets rewarded. Right, guys, so that's the end of podcast number 19, how to go for a rockstar interview. If you have found great worth out of this podcast, please share it with family and friends. Please tag us on social media, you know, sales coach Francho If it's on Instagram, if it's on WhatsApp, LinkedIn, if you like this and it's actually helped you or helped you apply successfully for a position, Please tag us. Please write us a review. It's always nice to get the feedback of everybody. From my side, I'm Franz Lulu, the Rockstar Sales Coach. Thanks for joining me on the Rockstar Sales shows. Like I always say, there's a million reasons to fail, but you've got no excuse. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.